You can listen to The Front on your smart speaker every morning. To hear the latest episode, just say, play the news from The Australian. From the federal budget lockup in Canberra, here's what's on the front. I'm Claire Harvey. It's Tuesday, May 9, and this is our Snap Budget Special. It's the government's lucky day. That's the big takeout from Anthony Albanese and Jim Chalmers' budget, released on Tuesday evening in Canberra. In the midst of a cost-of-living crisis, the Treasurer has come up with a $4.2 billion surplus for the current financial year, thanks to some remarkable economic conditions, including full employment, more tax revenue and high commodity prices that add up to a $146 billion improvement in the bottom line. Hi, folks. Just want to give you a little bit of a rundown of the rules for today. Uh, my name's Stuart. I work at Treasury. Welcome to the lockup. Starts at 1.30. The budget is released six hours early to journalists in the Federal Parliamentary Press Gallery in Canberra under strict supervision by Treasury officials who patrol the desks to ensure nobody's leaking the budget secrets. Hand over your phone. You can't go online. So no communication outside world until 7.30. In fact, not until the Treasurer actually starts his speech. So he'll get up at 7.30, he won't start yet. We have to wait till he starts and then we can all go. Our Canberra Bureau Chief, Joe Kelly, briefs our editors via a secure phone line. I'm going to put you on speaker in here as well and I think the front team will want to um, record it. Hey, everyone. Hey. Hi. Just in terms of the fiscal strategy. Yeah, so overall, I mean, I we're spending a shitload of money in the short term, and so that inflation... Along with economics correspondent Pat Commons... I mean, they're not doing anything. They're just assuming different things in the, in the future. They've just changed their minds around assumptions versus October, and uh, without any hard decisions, you've essentially fixed the, uh, the, the, the country's, um, you know, kind of underlying structural deficit. And uh, national editor Dennis Shanahan. Well, clearly Chalmers has spent a lot of money in the short term. Uh, he had no choice. They had to do something about uh, the uh, job seeker allowance, uh, single women and so forth. It's a big bill. They had no choice. Politically, they had to spend this money. They had to spend a lot of money and they've done it. The Treasurer comes sweeping through the gallery, stopping to answer journalist questions. He is the Australian's legendary editor-at-large, Paul Kelly. Jim, you seem to have eliminated the structural budget deficit. Is that how you see it? And if so, how did you do it? No, I think we've made good progress on it, but we haven't eliminated it. The best way to think about it, Paul, and Katie might want to... The bean counters in Treasury have come up with forecasts for the four years ahead, and there's a glimmer of good news. Inflation is forecast to fall from 6% this year to 3.25% next year. That's within the Reserve Bank's target range. And it means, maybe, no more interest rate rises for a little while at least. But that's a big maybe. The government's come up with an extra $20 billion in new spending measures since the October budget. And there's $14 billion for a cost-of-living relief package. Yeah, well, we're proud of the cost of living package and we've tried to do what we can without blowing the budget. You know, we've tried to recognise that even though there's a substantial... The last budget contained horrifying predictions about how much energy bills would rise, but the government's throwing $3 billion at household power bills 
co-funded with the state governments. That's a $500 discount on power bills for more than 5 million households next financial year. Doctors' visits will become cheaper for 11.6 million Australians, pensioners, kids and concession card holders. The government's tripling the rebate it pays to doctors, the largest increase to the bulk billing incentive ever. That's if you can find a GP who bulk bills at all. This spending is where things get tricky for the government. Every dollar it pays to alleviate household bills risks pushing inflation up, and that potentially means higher interest rates. Two of the spending ideas the government is most proud of were announced before tonight, a boost to job seeker in the youth allowance for unemployed people and a change to the single parent payment, meaning families can continue to claim the allowance until the youngest child turns 14. Previously, in a change introduced by the Labor government of Julia Gillard, that was slashed to eight years. Anthony Albanese, the son of a single mum, was determined to turn it around. There are two big reasons the Treasurer's feeling good about the years ahead. First, interest payments are forecast to be much lower than predicted. That's because so many of us are in jobs and wages are slowly rising which means tax receipts are up. The government's chosen to save rather than spend most of those increases, and that means it's paying off its debt faster. Treasurers always try to project ultra-confidence when selling their budgets, and Jim Chalmers was on the front foot when he visited the Australian's office, taking a swipe at his predecessors, Josh Frydenberg, Peter Costello, and even John Howard. And Howard and Costello stood here on budget days and said, and, and fessed up to you, that they would only save 30% of it. Uh, the procession of my predecessors in the last governments came here and they, on average, uh, they saved 40% of it. Katie and I are saving 87% of that. And that's the reason why the budget is so much substantially stronger. And that's why it's so laughable when these other characters move around this building and say uh, that anyone can do it. Well, they couldn't do it. And that's because we are far more responsible with the budget than they were. The second big reason things are looking up is that the government says it's getting the National Disability Insurance Scheme under control, taking annual growth from nearly 14% to 10% per annum. But the biggest question for tonight and the days ahead, will this budget send inflation back up again? The other measures won't add to inflation. You don't see that as a gamble? Uh, I don't. No, I don't. Uh, I'm pretty confident about it because... Think about it this way, right? Think about it this way. Come back to the front tomorrow for our experts' breakdown of the spin versus the reality. We'll have all our experts, including Paul Kelly, Dennis Shanahan, Rosie Lewis, Simon Benson, Jeff Chambers and more. You can read all our budget coverage and see our cartoonist Johannes Leek's take right now at theaustralian.com.au. Access a world of true crime podcasts on CrimeX Plus, where award-winning journalists take a deep dive into unsolved cases. Every week, we're waking up to a dead woman, a dead mother, sister, auntie, grandmother. It's not good enough. From the team that brought you The Teacher's Pet, Shadow of Doubt and Dying Rose, unlock early, ad-free and bonus content from brand new series and flagship shows such as I Catch Killers with Gary Jubilin. One was shot in the mouth and I thought he was dead. Another one been shot with a shotgun and I got the overspray. Search for Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts to start digging deep into the world of true crime.